0: Welcome back, buddies. It's another edition <laughs> of BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Buddy Sorensen, and joining me today is a special guest that I met through another podcast run by my good
1: buddy, Chris Heron, Mika the Magician Cover. How you doing today, buddy? Hey, man. Yeah, uh, Mika Cover. It's a pleasure Micah. to meet you. And yeah, no, yes. that's okay. And I, I wanted to make sure it's Nick yep. Sorensen. I wanted to make yep. sure I was pronouncing that correctly. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. What? Um, now, uh, Sorenson, what kind of name is that? Danish. Oh, Danish. Oh, fancy. Do you know what it means?
0: Um, it's the son of Soren. My great, great grandfather was named, Soren, maybe like my great, great, great grandfather was named Soren, came to right. America, had a son and named him Soren's son. But the funny thing is it's Soren's son, like son of Soren, but it's spelled right. with N instead of O-N at the end. But the amount of times that someone puts O-N at the end of our name, if I had a dollar for every time that someone did that, I would be able to pay off my student loans and feel like I just spent like
1: 20 bucks, you know? Right. Uh, so so it your, the correct spelling ends in an E-N. Did I understand yes. you correctly? Got yes. it. Even though it is technically son of Sorin, it ends in an E-N. Got it. Correct. Correct. Man, you, uh, and, and you said it was Danish, yeah? Yep. Oh, wow, you Danish, you're fancy people, man. You spell however the heck you want to. Um, yeah, nobody tells you how to live your lives. And and I admire you about... I admire that about the Danish. Good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> now, I yeah, got man. to start
0: off. You and I have a mutual friend in common, as I can see yes. from your shirt.
1: Yes, I, I'm trying to <laughs> Superman it right now. Uh-huh. Mr. Faust, there he yes. is. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: A little shout out to our buddy, Chris. Chris is actually
0: considered my partner on this show he is oh he is my magician consultant any magician that i run on this show i always consult him first i go do you know this guy do you know do you know his magic do you know this do you know that and yeah. he's like he's like my ace in the hole you know so i got to ask uh, how did you meet chris
1: oh uh that's a very good question i i've always been a uh, a fan from afar i've always mm-hmm. seen him on the interwebs uh, so I was always a fan uh, from afar, but then I discovered he was going to lecture at a uh, magic club that wasn't too far away from me uh, over in uh, Covina. And mm-hmm. um, he, he lectured there, It was it was brilliant, just as I knew it would be, but that was the first time I actually got to meet him face to face, literally. Um, and, uh, it was an honor and, uh, yeah, to have Chris Heron as Faust as your ace in the hole, uh, yes. you, you can't, you can't ask for a better ace. Uh, that no. man no. is is brilliant and it's a pleasure yes. to know him. So yes. yeah, uh, this all happened fairly recently, but I I have been following his work, uh, for a while now. And it's a pleasure to know the guy.
0: Yes. 100%. Yeah. We haven't met in person, but we've done a thousand virtual things and, Honestly, I trust him as much as I trust my lifelong best friend, you know? And, is, and,
1: you, and you know what? He is a good lifelong best friend. Again, I've only yeah. known him for a while, but he's he's just a good friend to have. And yes. so I, I'm not surprised that you feel that way. I feel the yes. same. Yes.
0: yes, even my even my girlfriend it was like just you know, she has enough trust in him that she's like, if he's not somewhat involved in our wedding or something like that, you're not gonna hear the end of it from me.
1: Okay, so okay, okay, so there's a lot to unpack there, Nick. Um, yeah. You are you and your girlfriend are getting married soon? Am I understanding this um, correctly? Not soon, soon, but we're okay. just, you know, the future plans and all that. You're, you're talking about it, and whatever you do plan, uh, whenever it is, you want Faust to be a part of it. Yes. Uh, that, that would be perfect. So he would be performing, you think, or, or what are you thinking? Yeah, performing, standing up on right. the altar with me, you know, those things. Making that's sure, cool. no crazy,
0: maybe, maybe making sure no crazy exes get into the wedding, you know?
1: <laughs> so it's up, it's up to, so he's kind of your best man. It's up to him to block the exes. It's up to him exactly. to be the ex blocker. The ex blocker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a that vitamin guy? or something, but now that's yeah. Chris Heron's spouse. Uh, and, and this, this was, and your girlfriend was the first one to say this. I want Faust as part of our wedding. This was her uh-huh. suggestion. It as was a, a mutual wedding. decision. That's awesome. That's super cool. Yes. Uh, if if you if this happens, I hope you film it because I want to see Chris hare and his Faust blocking those X's, man. That would, oh. I would pay cash money. You should you should charge. You should charge ticket uh, yeah. sales for that because people would pay cash money to see that. I would pay cash money to see that. I, oh, I, I see would. You he
0: would. he and he would. He's that type of friend. <laughs> you tell him, yeah. jump. And the only question he asks you is how high.
1: Exactly. If I ever yes.
0: say if I ever say you see that guy there in the. Third row, fifth seat. Yeah, he kind of did something to Jess a few years ago that we're still not over, so he should be. Here. I'm on it.
1: You would just see him pick up. You would just see a man here, a guy, no matter the size. Bam. Just yeah. yes,
0: exactly. Uh,
1: yeah, you you asked he, him. Uh, he would just walk back up to the altar like nothing happened and like, Thank you, no problem. Because he's a professional, uh, seamless. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't even know. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't even know until the replay, and then you uh, you sold all the tickets, and you said, oh, I can't believe that just happened. I'm glad people bought tickets for that. Exactly. <laughs> it would pay for the honeymoon. Dude, there you go. It'll pay for itself. Oh, that's yeah. the economy we're in right now. I'm glad we had this discussion. You're welcome. Uh, I hope yeah. you make tons of money selling tickets for people watching Chris Hare and his spouse uh, just hauling your exes out of your own ceremony. I think that's brilliant. I love it. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Now let's get on the subject of you. Okay. Fair enough.
0: Let's start out with how did you get into magic in the first place? Uh,
1: speaking of uh, girlfriends and exes, uh, I wanted women to notice me. And uh, Nick, Nick, one day it's going to work. It After 26 years of doing this professionally, one day it's going to pay off. Uh, maybe the 27th year, maybe the third decade. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, that, that's, that is certainly part of it. And and you're a, you're a performer yourself. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as a performer, you know, that, uh, there are the superficial reasons, like I wish a a girl would notice me. Uh, I, I need the validation. And unfortunately those things are often true. And I, I don't disparage anybody who feels that way. I certainly have that to a certain degree, but when it comes to magic specifically, and I would bet this would overlap with why you're a performer, uh, I do, enjoy, there's, dude, as you know, there's nothing better than an audience who appreciates what you're doing. And I'm not even talking about your own narcissism, but when you're creating something together, and again, Chris Heron as is, is Faust is, is brilliant at this. When you and the audience come together, you create a moment, you're never going to forget um, that sense of wonder that often comes with magic, but even just performing in general, as you know, uh, dude, there's nothing better. And of course, magic has uh, the sense of mystery to it and history and all kinds of things uh, that I really enjoy. Uh, so there, there are lots of reasons uh, and I do love it. I also came from an acting background, a theatrical background, not uh, dissimilar to Chris. So uh, the, the two overlap so much. They're almost synonymous in lots of ways. So um, yeah, I, uh, uh, I've been doing it as long as I can remember and I hope to continue. Yeah. Nice.
0: Nice. Now, every magician has some form of magic that they usually like lean on, whether, you know, everyone dabbles in all sorts of different ones. But some prefer prefer, prefer card tricks. Some prefer close up, you know, illusion. What do you prefer? Uh,
1: Another very good question. I'm mostly a close up guy. Simply because I can't afford the expensive stage illusion. And I sure, really? heck, I sure as heck can't afford the supermodel in the bikini that I'm stuffing into the box. You know what I mean? I can't afford all that stuff. Uh, if, you can, if you can hold a deck of cards, you can do a magic show. And you don't even have to be that good at sleight of hand. Uh, uh, another uh, excellent example, Chris Heron is Faust. He does this wonderful routine with just two, I don't know if you've seen it, but just two jumbo cards. And he yeah. tells this, yeah. And he tells this crazy story about uh, the Inquisition. It's a story that he inherited from uh, another god of magic, a guy named Eugene Berger. And he's just using two cards, and he does it so well, you genuinely can't tell if he's doing sleight of hand or not. But then you think, well, wait a minute, he can't be, because the cards are so freaking big. And so now you're just caught in these knots, and you can't figure out how the heck he's getting away with it. So um, even uh, even someone like me, I don't have very big hands. I can't say I'm very good at sleight of hand. But uh, if you can hold it, oh, d- well, dude, okay, you and me, man, we should high five each other because I do not have very, yeah, boom. High uh, yeah, high five. Um, yeah, I don't have very big hands, but if you can hold a deck of cards, you, you can do a, a good magic routine and you can even uh, get paid for it. Uh, I, I'm not saying it's easy to make a living doing what I do, but dude, I, I bet the same is true for you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not easy making a living as a professional performer, even when you play to your strength. But uh, it's something that I, I do love. And again, oh man, the only the only thing as about as good as an audience who loves you is an audience who loves you who's also paying you and paying you your asking price, dude, especially during the quarantine. That's just unheard of these days. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm betting if I asked you the same things, you would say some similar things. Is that fair?
0: Yep. I will say yeah. I'm more I'm more of a comedian than a magician. I forgot to Was okay. that in the beginning. But yes, you're right. You know, when the audience is with you, when the audience likes what you're dealing them. When yeah. they, you know, when they're on your side, it's a much easier night. It's a much, it's a much better night when compared to the people who want what they want. You know, like yeah, you know, yeah. Like For example, for comedians, you know, I'm more of a clean comedian. I'm more of one of those people who just will, you know, I'm not one of those who tells sex joke, sex joke, sex joke. Something about, you know, I'm more right. the type. Of, here's a funny story that happened with me and my sister's dog, or something that you can totally. Like we've all dog sat at one point and have had that like oh shoot moment in the dog watching process, you know, right. the dog ate something it wasn't supposed to, or all of a sudden you turn around and the dog, dog's missing. Like every you know, you have do you have children, Mika, or do you have
1: uh, 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 Micah? Yes, uh, I can't. Yeah. I, I can't. No, no, no. It, it's 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 cool, man. Uh, I can't afford them. Uh, I like other people's kids because then right. I entertain. Yeah, I entertain them, and when the show's over. I get to go home. Mm. So, uh, yeah, no kids, for, no kids for me. How about yourself? Not yet. Not yet.
0: Okay. I can't. I tell my girlfriend, we can't afford it yet. You know, we still have our student loans.
1: So, Dude, yeah. I, I, I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. But you, um, know, but you know
0: that feeling. Like, as I always say, I'm a puppy's uncle,
1: you know, because my sister has a
0: has a puppy. So you're right. Yes. So you get to enjoy them for a while. And then when they're misbehaving and everything, you just call up your sister and say, oh, you always.
1: Yep. And then you go home. It's it's a win win. Yes. Uh yeah. I, I'm I'm in the same boat that you are in, sir, and uh paddling as fast as I can. I can't afford kids, uh, but I do appreciate other people's, especially when I get to go home and uh-huh. go back to sleep. Yeah, dude, I I feel your pain. You go to the birthday party, you wild them all up, and then you say, Thank you for your time, gotta
0: go, thanks. Yeah, yeah, boom, and you're done. And, uh-huh. and, yeah, they gotta clean up. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know? Now we've mentioned Chris Heron a lot. Speak of the
1: devil. Yep, there he is. I'm Superman. Oh, there he is. Micah is one of the best. There he is. Oh man, I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Look, I'm supermaning you. I'm super that's a verb now. That's a verb with an ing. I'm supermaning you. It's hard to okay. do this in mirror. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I I totally I'm I'm not flashing you my pasties. I'm really trying to show you what you're your T-shirt. I, I know you're trying to keep it clean, Nick. I apologize. Yeah, that, you're, that... Fine, you're fine. You're okay. fine. Then so, yeah. you're in the PG-13 territory. Sorry for all you 12-year-olds. You're fuzzy. good. You're good. I've had worse. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You've had the soup Nazi who who spent 20 minutes answering a question, from what I understand.
0: Yep. Oh, <laughs> that was the moment you hang up the phone and go, holy You Yeah.
1: So, so he, he swore a lot. And he he swore a lot for
0: swear, but like just kept going on these stories, like just kept going on, going on, going on, going on, going on. And every time, like I would try to follow, like a follow up question, like, "Hey, that sounds interesting." How he would just go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. I'm just sitting back. You're like, uh huh,
1: uh huh, uh huh. (laughs) (sighs) I I love I love that a Nazi so (laughs) well known for freedom of. Speech went 20 minutes answering your one question. I i love the irony of that. I think that's yes. perfect. Yes. Yeah. He that's awesome
0: it, like I gave you the list of questions, you know, and I have them right here just in case I forget anything. And he yeah. answered five of them, like right there. Like, answered like five of them in a row. I'm like, okay, cross that answer, cross that one off. Okay, yeah. we're in this territory now. Okay, so unrelated to
1: the last five things we were about to talk about, you know. <laughs> that's so funny, man. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Well, I, I will try to be more succinct than the nine. No, no, Let no, me, no. That, that's, that's my career yeah. goal. Yep. So <laughs> as, as
0: you're, as your you know, we've mentioned Chris Heron. Who who are some other notable magicians that you've worked with during your time? Uh,
1: another good question. Um, oh, that I've worked with. Yes. Um, okay. I you yeah. haven't
0: worked with Chris yet, but you have been on his show, so I consider that working with
1: uh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was an honor to uh, be a part of the show. It was an honor to to perform for him uh, that I've worked with. Uh, yes, so there is a magician named Zabrecki, and um, he's he's a celebrity among uh, magicians. Uh, but he's been on TV a lot. He's very he's a very successful dude. He's a best selling author. Uh, I he was in one of my shows once. So the the muggles might not know who I'm talking about, but the magicians probably do, Mm -hmm. um, that I've worked with. Um, He, I would say, oh yeah, yeah. I would say that is the biggest magician I've ever worked with. Now I did get to do shows where other magicians showed up. Like for instance, uh, I was the resident magician for a local museum here called the Skirball, which uh, focuses on Jewish history. And they had a Houdini exhibit come in for about six months or so and I was their resident magician and David Copperfield showed up and uh, I got to talk to him. He was super nice. So I technically didn't work with him, but it was, it was on the job related. I was at work. I was at my job. So um, that's the closest, that's, that's the highest celebrity level celebrity I can think of regarding my work. Yeah. Nice. Follow up question. What was
0: it like, what
1: tell us about that experience with David Copperfield? Whoo! He, he, Uh, We were literally crossing paths. I was going down the hallway to get ready for my show. I was performing for the attendees of the museum. I think he was literally on his way out. He had seen what he needed to see. And uh, I wasn't surprised that he was there because he has many consider the most extensive, comprehensive magic collection in the world. He has his own museum. So um, whether I was part of it or not, whether I got to meet him or not, I wasn't surprised that he was interested in seeing this exhibit. So, um, so yeah, we were literally two ships passing in the night. It was so romantic, Nick. Uh, but I, I made sure not to hit on him or ask him out or anything. But um, I, he, he was the, he initiated uh, the conversation uh, somehow. But uh, he was like all Sherlock Holmes about it. He said, Hey, uh, good luck at your magic show. And I'm uh, and, uh, like, he knew that one, I was the magician too. I was the magician on his way to the magic show. And, um, I don't remember what I said. I'm sure it was something eloquent, like Mr. Captain, I love you. Now. You know, I was blacking out and I was just yeah. drooling and, uh, I'm, I'm sure it was, uh, something that articulate, but, um, he, and then he just repeated it also, Yeah, uh, Chris Heron, his spouse, you know what I'm talking about, brother It's like you were there um, But then he said, well, uh, have a good show And he just kept walking And I was like, that was David frickin' Copperfield and yeah. uh yeah you can't you can't get better than that so again technically i didn't work with him but man such such a thrill to meet the guy yeah. especially because he was so nice you yeah. know what that's like when you meet oh. the soup nazi you don't know if he's going to be cool or not and it's cool when oh, they turn out to be cool yeah we've had tons of celebrities on here Do you know who sinbad yeah. is uh did you say sinbad yeah oh sinbad's the man everybody loves sinbad
0: Sinbad was on the same screen you're
1: on right now. Dude, that's an honor. Uh Sinbad oh, is
0: awesome. And um we just announced this uh the other day. Do you have you seen the movie
1: Groundhog Day? Dude, I just I just finished watching it today. I, I try to watch it every year on Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know Ned Ryerson? <laughs> yes, of course. He's gonna be on the show February eleventh. No. Uh-huh. Dude, that's, that's what, nine days away from Groundhog Day? That's like perfect timing. How exactly. did you get, how did you score Ned Ryerson? I met him on an app, and I just, this is an app I use all the time. It, was it Tinder? I need to get on what? Tinder. Was it Tinder? It was no. Cameo. It was what? Cameo. Oh, got it. Oh, yeah, when, when you um, re- yeah, recruit you- a celebrity to send a message to somebody.
0: Yep. So I just reach out to people, you know, all the time, just, I play the card. You know, I play my cards. I try my luck and just say, hey, would you be interested in this podcast? Would you be, do you do podcast appearances? Explain my podcast to them and yeah. send them my, you know, and send them the info. And right. he was one of the lucky few that said, yes, I would love to do something like that. So we worked out the date and um, we exchanged emails and bada bing, bada boom. He said, you know, he was
1: bored. <laughs> Or or as he would say Bing So yeah, you gotta you gotta say that a lot. Uh, exactly. Dude, I'm awesome. a start, I was thinking of starting out the show like that.
0: Like I was I was gonna ask him, Can you do the intro when we do the thing? Can you do the intro? You know, the whole
1: Nick, Nick, it? it's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Cause I sure as heck remember you. And then he starts what? selling you insurance and uh yeah, it's a win-win. It's exactly. a win-win really. Exactly. So you just that's told awesome. me.
0: By the way, you just told us a funny story about David Copperfield. What other yeah. funny, yet audience appropriate, of course, stories do you have of your career?
1: Okay, audience appropriate. Uh, I I have a good one that maybe we'll have to talk off off yeah. camera, off screen. Yeah. Um, okay, audience appropriate. I think Chris Hare and his spouse will appreciate this. I don't know if he's still there, oh, but yeah. uh, any uh, Chris can back me up on this. Um, We magicians and and you as a performer know what I'm talking about. We magicians, if we pursue this professionally, we have no perks, right? We don't have dental. We don't have no health insurance unless you're like on Obamacare. We don't have um, we don't have 401k savings. We don't have retirement plans, we have no stock options, nothing, paid vacation, sick leave. I can't get I can't get maternity leave, and I think that's sexist, but we can talk about that later. Anyway, the point is. Nick we have no perks but there is one perk that I think is um uh unique to magicians and that brings me to the story and again I don't want this to be a 20 minute soup Nazi answer but I'll try to make this (laughs) yeah so um I I did a birthday party for this was a few years ago for a girl I believe her name was Sarah I believe her uh, she was turning eight Mm -hmm. and Uh, I finished the show and the mom says to me, uh, would you like to stick around for a birthday cake? And I'm like, yes, that's why I got into showbiz, free food, free birthday cake. The answer would be yes. So uh, I pack up my stuff and then it's time for the birthday cake. And I'm like, free birthday cake. This is awesome. That's like one of the few perks a magician ever gets because we sure as heck don't get maternity leave. At least Mm -hmm. I don't. So uh, the mom brings out the birthday cake with all the, with the lit candles. There were like eight. uh, I think she was turning eight. She puts it down on the table in front of Sarah and Sarah leans over and blows out the candles and all eight candles instantly relight. And everybody in the room looks at me. (laughs) (laughs) And and I got, I got an empty plate, empty plate, Nick. I'm waiting for my birthday cake, empty plate in one hand, fork in the other. And everybody's staring at me and I'm going, why does everybody say, Oh. <laughs> now the mom did not tell me she was gonna do this, but Sarah looks at me and she says, Did you do that? Did you do that magic band? Did you do that with your magical powers? And I just stared at her and I said, I'm so sorry. And she said, Well, you don't do that again, because I gotta blow out, I want my wish. You let me blow out my candles. And I'm like, You're right. Okay. So she leans out to blow. She leans over to blow out the candles, but this time I got a plate in one hand, fork in the other. But I still do this kind of, kind of, you know, clandestine, like, yeah, yeah, with my fingers. She blows them out. They relight. She looks at me and she's busted me. And she said, "I saw you do that with your fingers, magic man. I saw you use your magical powers. I want my wish. I want my birthday cake. You stop using your magical powers." And I go, "I can't control my own power." She's, "Well, you better learn how to." So she's, she's telling me how to control my powers, she busted me on an argument that doesn't exist. But you know, an eight year old, when they bust an adult, that is so empowering to them. And she's so outraged. You better stop, Magic Man. I'm so sorry, Sarah. Well, I want my wish. I'm gonna do it again, but this time I'm gonna watch you, Magic Man. You better not try nothing because I'm watching you, Magic Man. I know what you're up to. She blows out, but with one eye on me, and this time even more clandestine, like like behind me. I saw you, Magic Man. The mom is in the kitchen, and she's crying. She's laughing so hard. I had no idea that she did any of this. Sarah is outraged. The kids are protesting. They, they, they start drawing picket signs. We are the 99%. How dare you oppress us? And, dude, that's theater. That's freaking theater. And it was cooler than the show that I did. You know what I mean? I spent yes. Decades on the show. This was this was high drama. This was far more entertaining, and I love that mom. If if I didn't have to pay rent, I would have refunded her money because that was worth every penny to me. You know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent. I would have paid. <laughs> I would have been like the mom in the in the in the kitchen. I
0: would have been maybe yeah. I'd have been just laughing. My you know what I'm like. Okay, in a minute,
1: you know. She she was brilliant. She held it together and to this day I don't know if Sarah knows the truth. And Uh, maybe maybe that's for the best. Maybe that's for I would love
0: to see Sarah ten
1: years down the road at 18 come to see you and hold up a candle to you and go, do your magic. Right, right. Like like a decade later, she still tells people the story, and I swear to God, that magician screwed up my birthday cake and he wouldn't stop wiggling his fingers. And then our friends would be like, well, you know, there are relighting candles. And she'd be like, well, next thing you'll tell me, there's no such thing as Santa, you shut up. And like, how has this followed her throughout the years? I don't know, but you're right. I would love to meet her like uh, another 10 years from now to see if she wants me to do it again. Yes. And and hopefully her mom is in the kitchen, setting everything up. Exactly. Uh, yeah.
0: You gotta do it on
1: my <laughs> 19th birthday. You know, that's what you gotta do. That would make a fantastic anniversary show. You, are, I need to find her again, and yeah, do it yeah. for her again. That's Literally really yeah. birthday. Show,
0: but don't even, you know, have the mom. Here's what you gotta do: have them on yes. of the mom set the candles. Yeah. And then afterwards, like, she will believe in that, and then you appear on the side as they're singing "Happy Birthday," and just watch her scream or something like no. Nah!
1: Like if she sees me coming from the corner of her eye, she's leaning over the candle. She notices me. Goes, Not you, you s o b. Yeah. Not you. You <laughs> you come back all these years, and it'll be a showdown. See, once again, this is this might be cooler than my magic show. Exactly, exactly. And the mom <laughs> is playing you just for that moment. You don't have to do
0: anything. You won't have, that's it. Like, I don't even have to do the show. You just have to make. You just have to make the appearance, and that's it. You know. That's it. That's it. Yes.
1: that's brilliant
0: that's brilliant yes, yes. now on <laughs> another note you know where since obviously you're not you haven't done any birthday parties this year or the past year you know we're in kind of a tough we're in, we're in a tough time we'll say it you know what have you been doing in the, pan, di- in the time of the pandemic
1: uh dude that's a that's a great freaking question and that's the question I ask myself every day during the pandemic and Thanks to Zoom, it is possible to do some entertainment, as you know. Uh, you know, thanks to StreamYard, it's possible to do some entertainment. Uh, if we still have time left, I, I would love to do some magic for you. Um, oh, dude, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be a pleasure. Um, so it, it is possible to do some Zoom work. I've been teaching a lot on Zoom. Uh, I've got another, I, I just taught a lesson earlier today. I've got another lesson tomorrow. I think... Thought that people would just go nuts over Zoom and just be hiring people like you and me all the time. Even though it's, it's uh, online and it's not the same thing as face to face, my kids are going nuts or my roommate's going, my husband's going nuts. Uh, Nick, we would love to have you talk or, or, uh, or perform in any way. I just assumed that was the case and that was not. Um, mm-hmm. People are not booking Zoom shows the way I assume they would just out of cabin fever, just out of having running out of things to do and they've already seen everything on Netflix. So I was very shocked by that. Uh, That said, I hustle all the time. I'm constantly teaching myself new material that I might not have had time to teach myself while I was always behind the wheel trying to get to the next gig. Um, I'm always pushing Zoom magic shows, Zoom lessons, and uh, you just gotta keep crossing your fingers and hope that someone pays attention and it literally pays off. Uh, But dude, you're right, it's tough. It is tough. It's always tough making a living. It's especially tough right now.
0: Yes. One yeah, hundred, It's all, but like you, I like how you are one of the few that get creative. You're not just someone who sits in the corner and says, okay, I'll wait. Like just sits there like, I'll wait. I'm going to wait. This thing's going to go away and I'm going to make my, you know, everything's going to go back to normal. I'm going to get all my clientele back and I'm going to be the guy I was three years ago or something like that. You know, you're the one yeah. saying
1: okay,
0: new normal. Let's do something. Let's make this happen. Cause that's all how right. this started. You know, I just, yeah. Thought- The platform, people are home. People are sitting around. You know, no offense to anyone out there, anything like that. But people are sitting around, like you. You know, obviously, it's a Thursday night, and you know, you and me are chatting on a podcast. You know, every you know, if this were normal time, maybe I would be up on stage somewhere, or you would be, you know, on your way to a gig somewhere. You know, right now, of course, of course. But now, you and me actually get this time to sit back and chat, to just get to interact with each other and say, hey, hey, let's, you know. Let's chat about you. Let's chat about what's going on in life. Let's, you know, yeah. there are benefits to this. There are plenty of, you know, things to, as much as, as mu- I always say as much as it's been a painful year, you know, as much as it's been just that thing, like we're dying the minute, like the comedy club opens, the minute you're yeah. allowed to do shows, you know, you and me are signing our name on the line, no matter what it costs, you know, like we're signing yeah. that dotted line without even leading the fine print or anything selling yeah. our souls, selling our souls for what they're worth you know and just saying like hey we'll do it well do we just just get me on that
1: stage you know dude uh, you it's like you're reading my journal I could not have put it better myself uh, that that's exactly what it's like mm-hmm. it's true it's true man what are your hopes like once things get
0: opened up again what do you hope like what's your which like when things get quote-unquote back to normal
1: yeah and you know another million dollar question Um, let's assume that somehow the vaccine takes care of everything. We can go out. It's not a a legal issue. It's not even a political or um, ethical issue anymore. Things are opening up again. Will things be the same? Mm -hmm. Who knows for sure. Uh, I'm sure that now um, most people are saying that Zoom is here to stay. And in a way, I'm glad that's true if there is, if we can go back to some sense of normalcy, because now we, we've had enough uh, experience with it that maybe it's another uh, weapon in our arsenal. Maybe it's another income stream. For you, even though you'd be outperforming, hopefully you could continue doing this wonderful interview podcast oh, yeah. that you did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, who knows what it will actually be like, but to answer your question... I hope the Magic Castle opens its, do- its doors again one day. Um I would love to go back in. Uh I I used to perform uh, a benefit every year at the Magic Castle. I would love to do that again in person. Mm-hmm. Uh I would I would love to see uh Chris again perform. I would love to see you. Uh the the biggest thing I think uh will want to to make a living doing is actually getting paid gigs again in person. But then the other big thing would be to see friends like you uh, in the flesh doing what they enjoy. Uh, I I miss that terribly.
0: Yes, me too. I miss just, I remember the days, like I remember going to an open mic beforehand and just hanging out with the same five buddies, just grabbing a beer, just relaxing, you know, before the show, everything's cool and calm. Nowadays it's like, you can do that virtually, sure, and everything. But at the same time, it's like, I'd much rather, there's that, There's just like that wall there, you know? There's just that wall that, like, you can break through that wall. It's 10 times different. Or Uh, I agree. I agree. You know, I'm in a long distance relationship. As much as. Ah, yeah. As much as we FaceTime every day. So we're used to this stuff by now. Like, we're used to being virtual and everything. At the same time, I'd like to go visit my girlfriend and not have to worry about getting a COVID test every time I go or. Having, exactly. you know, having to wear a mask to get on an airplane and do stuff, you know, to that like I would those words I want to be gone. But at the same time, I am I'm a realist. You know, I know this virus is here; it exists. I'm not one of those who's going to tell you it's some political hoax who right. thinks it was started like it was a man made virus start. I'm not one of those conspiracy nuts. I am the type yeah. of person who you know I I see the reality of it. I see what it's doing. I know this isn't something that I'm. You know, like, here's a better example. I went to the post office a uh, couple, uh, like, a few months ago to ship out some things, like, to, you know, ship out some um, last-minute letters, stuff like that. And yeah. this lady comes in, and I can, you know, I'm dealing with the person at the, at the desk, and this lady comes in. The guy that's next to the lady that I'm, deal- that I'm working with goes, did that gentleman out there give you a hard time about you not wearing a mask in here? And I just shoot a quick glance over. I'm like, uh uh-oh, because she's like, it's like the distance of like you and me right now. Like, it's like this distance right here. It's not like it's not like it's. I'm ten feet over here. She's ten feet over here. So who cares? You know, it's like literally like one, two, and she. The first thing out of her mouth was a political statement. I won't say it on uh, here, but you know, she was on the side of the anti-maskers and all that. You know, was saying things about like how. Her daughter's pastor didn't wear a mask or wore a mask and still got it. So she doesn't believe in all this other stuff. And then she was waiting for the person that I was dealing with. So she was waiting over here. So I get done. I'm you know, I'm done like two minutes after this. If that she comes almost this close to me as I am finishing up, and I just bolt the other way. Like I am like, Nope, not dealing with you, not catching this from you. Not I am not I'm not gonna let a conspiracy not be the reason I
1: you leave this green earth, you know. No, I, am, no I, I don't blame you.
0: Yes, so yeah, man. It's definitely something, but I'm glad we, you and me, have that hope. You know, like I, you know, for example, you were right. Things are, I think, some things are going to be a lot different. You know, for example, I think snow days are a thing of the past. You know, like for kids, I think snow days are just that's that's done for. Because now all you have to do is log on to Zoom. Like we've given you the technology, log on to Zoom. And, yeah. uh, you know, and turn to chapter five in your textbook.
1: I cool. hadn't thought of that, but you're right. Uh, zoo, yeah. Uh, snow days might not need to exist ever again. I feel for any kid who is looking forward to a snow day. I think you're right. That's a good point. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I never had a snow day because I went to a high school where the headmaster's lives. If he can make it to school, so can you. The headmaster mm. literally lived on campus like that. House was literally on the campus of the high school, like headmaster's house, high school. You know, so if he can't right, make it to yeah. school, yeah, we, I'm on the other side of town, having to get here. Like I have to leave at least an hour early to get to to get the like I have to leave at least twenty minutes early on a on a perfect day like today. You know, right? On like right. a you can see grass. I have to leave
1: at least twenty minutes early.
0: Imagine with snow on the ground where you can't see five feet in front of you.
1: You know. Tell, tell like, the headmaster to come pick you up. That's what I would say. Yeah, pick me up, headmaster. So we exactly. can all go to school together. Jeez. Exactly. That's that's exactly. Lovely, you know, and
0: now <laughs> the question here's a question that I ask all of my buddies. I don't call them guests, I call them buddies on the show. Love it. Is it your Love own it. word? What does it mean to be someone's
1: buddy? Uh, that's a fantastic question. I one thing um i think one important thing to be a buddy is to be as reliable as possible so uh (laughs) one thing i I do with my friends i never tell them that i'm going to show up like for their show or for moving day so when i do it's a pleasant surprise but if i don't i haven't broken my word and let them down does that make sense yes so yeah so uh, I always try to stick to my word, especially for a buddy, but that's why I use as few words as possible. You <laughs> know, so I, I don't want to blow it because if they're my buddy, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to break my word, and sometimes life happens. So I'm um, as supportive as I possibly can, and the few times I do uh, give my word to somebody, I, I do everything I can not to break it. and I, I think that's that's a good. Definition of buddy, but you know nobody understands buddy better than you. So what what is a buddy to you? I wanted to know what you thought about that. Buddy to me, the best way I can
0: put it, you know, you've got friends who are the people that you can call up in, you know, after a while not seeing each other and say, hey, let's let's grab a beer, catch up. It's been a while, you know. But I think buddy is the person that is going to be the one person who understands you enough to one day where you call them and say, hey. I need some good men on that altar with me when I on my important day. Yeah. Or better yet, you know, it's coming. Yeah. We're coming to the end of my time. We're coming to, you know, the final days. I need yeah. someone who I've been able to trust my entire life to help say goodbye and lay me to that ground. That's what it is. Someone who is always there for you, no matter yeah. what circumstances, whether it's a happy occasion or, you know, the final moment. They're always they're there till the end. So,
1: literally, yes. I I hear that, man. Good for you. And you know what? I if you decide uh, to have some sort of televised or public funeral, and you say to Chris, Chris, I need you to beat down on those exes if they try to show up on my funeral. I want to see that. I would buy a ticket, and uh, you know maybe the the proceeds will go to your girlfriend or next of kin. I, I'm just saying that's that's how I could be a buddy for you. I want to see that. I want to see Chris Heronis just knocking those exes out of your funeral. I wanna see that. I wanna see your wedding too. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent I would I'd
0: rather him be there for actually, you know what? It'd be good for having them both because the you wow. know, the ex could try to start ruining the wedding or something. And right. the um the and then the ex could be the one all happy and cheery at the at the funeral, you know, like that, ah, you know, like singing like "ding dong, the witch is gone" or something like that, and
1: right, You know, I'm not in this funeral. You know? Yes, yes, Faust will remind them. You be sad, you stupid ex, and the, oh, okay, all right. Faust told me to be sad. I'll be sad. Um, uh, love you, t- love you too, man. <laughs> love you too, Faust.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you, Auntie is probably on the floor laughing from all that stuff that we're <laughs> talking about right now. <laughs> So (laughs) part of being a buddy too is being a charitable buddy. So I always ask this question, if you could have our audience donate to one charity of your choice, what would it be and why?
1: Uh, Another good question. Uh, Before the quarantine, I was the resident magician at the Shriners Hospital in Pasadena. And um, they, they work with kids. They work with families in need. They specialize in uh, burn victims, but they treat just about anybody who needs it. And it was a privilege to perform for them about once a month. I even got to do a Zoom show for them during the quarantine once for one little girl. Um, uh, There are lots of great charities out there, uh, but that was the first one that came to my mind, uh, the Shriners Hospital uh, in general, but the one I performed for, the one in Pasadena, those guys have always been wonderful to me. For about a decade now, I've been performing for them.
0: Beautiful answer. Beautiful. Yeah,
1: man. Now, thank you.
0: Before we, before we wrap up the show with yeah. that performance, I got one more question for you. And it's what we Fair call on. the Buddy Cast Buddy Question. You ready for okay. this? Okay. Your advice for
1: anyone who wants to be a magician? Uh, a fantastic question. And um, I think Chris asked me this question. Yeah, Chris asked me this question on his show on StreamYard as well. And uh, I'll give a similar answer to you. Find a magician that you really love. And Chris Harness Faust is a fantastic example. I've heard he'll, he'll kick your exes out of both your wedding and your funeral. That's what I've heard about this guy. I think that should be on his, his website, uh, at least his Tinder profile. But um, find a magician that you, that you admire and learn as much as you can from them. And especially during quarantine, it's entirely possible to go on Zoom and interact with these people. Um, Chris, uh, Chris Hannes Faust has a, uh, he's on StreamYard about once a week <clears throat> and uh, I, I believe he's on tomorrow morning and mm-hmm. just listening to talented people who've made it like him, uh, watching what he does, how he interacts with audiences, how he interacts with his guests, uh, how he performs. You can watch all kinds of videos. Find someone that you admire, and you don't have to copy them, but you can certainly learn from them. And these days, it is li- like you and, and the, Sno- the Soup Nazi or Ned Ryerson, these days, it's even possible to connect with them. And you might mm-hmm. even be able to learn from them one-on-one. Uh, such things are possible. So um, yeah, there are all kinds of resources, books and magazines and YouTube videos, but learning from one of your heroes, I think, is one of the best ways to do it.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, and now, you know, every magician that comes on this show has to do me one favor. And that okay. is that is a performance to wrap up the show. If you don't mind. Oh,
1: yes. I thought you were going to say do my taxes. I was like, wait, where's this going? That I can do. I can do. I'll pay you later. Micah. of money. I love it, Chris. Uh, yes, I would be. I would be thrilled to do uh, uh, something quick for you. And again, I'll try to. Oh, my good. Oh, you spotlit me. Oh, now you can see everything. I, I hope there's, uh, I, I hope my subpoenas are not in frame. I should have moved some things around, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. But thank you for spotlighting me. Okay, oh, this is this is gonna be interesting because I was gonna do something about tells. Uh, Nick, you can still hear me, yeah? Yep, I okay. can actually. Oh, Oh. Look, yes, okay, Th- this, this actually helps a little bit, but then later it yeah. won't make a difference, but I appreciate it look at, me, look at me. oh the future is now dude i'm still trying to get the 12 to stop blinking on my vcr you figured all this <laughs> crap out dude you are my freaking hero okay so uh so nick uh are you are you familiar as a performer you might be familiar with this are you familiar with the concept of tells t-e-l-l-s yeah. okay, yes so, like, so what, what, what
0: good hand or when you you know or like when you have a seat when someone has a secret but like you can there's something about their face there's something about like the way they do something that you can tell good hand, bad hand.
1: You're absolutely right. And in poker sometimes that's, that, yeah, that, that, that's literally um, true. If they're using one hand and maybe there's a little wiggle or shake or, or they're telling with their right pinky or whatever, you can, you can literally tell, as you say, if they have a good hand or a bad hand and normally they're not aware of it. So the observer can pick up on it while the person who is telegraphing it isn't even aware that it's happening. So uh, as Chris can tell you, as a magician, uh, it helps to be familiar, at least with the concept. So uh, I want to try and experiment with you using cards, uh, like like a hand of cards, like in poker. So I've got the deck of cards here. They are in no particular order, but you don't have to take my word for it. Oh, no. Uh, Nick, my buddy, you're going to be in charge. I'm going to keep shuffling until you say stop, sir. Stop. Okay, takes a long time for you to say stop, fun on dates. That's how you met your girlfriend. Good for you, good for you, that's awesome. Okay, all right, so Nick. uh, Okay, so we ended on the Ace of Diamonds. So check this out. I'm gonna test your tells in a moment. Now obviously, now here's something weird about StreamYard and Zoom and online. Um, If I'm holding the cards like this, if you and I were together at the same table in real life, I wouldn't see any of these faces, right? But now mm-hmm. I can if I can, if I accidentally look into my screen, my camera, whatever. So I'm going to do my best to make this as clear as possible. I have turned to the side and closed my eyes. So do your best to keep me honest. Cause in a moment, I'm going to ask you to look at the cards. But look at me from time to time. Make sure I'm not peeking or cheating because yes. I'm going to say go – And I'm going to run through the cards. And you say stop when you see a card that you like. Uh, Don't go for the Ace of Diamonds because I can feel it even if I can't see it. Uh, So just use a different one. And are you ready, Nick? Yes. Okay. I've turned to the side. My eyes are closed. And go. Say stop when you see a card that you like. Ah, now just to be clear, because I know there can be a lag, was this the card you said stop at, the one I'm wiggling? Yes. Okay, cool. So, can you see it clearly? Yes. Okay, cool. Can you remember it? Yes. Okay, cool. I have now turned it face down, and even at a tiny bit of an angle. So, even if I were to turn and open my eyes, I wouldn't accidentally see the face of the card in frame. Uh, Is that correct? Correct. Okay, cool. So here we go. I'm turning. I'm opening my eyes. Excellent. Yes. So one more time. This is the card and I'm going to change lighting. Uh, hopefully. Oh, well, okay. May- maybe this this will work. And may- can you still see? Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. It's it's still tilted down. So even if I look in the in my own frame, I can't see the face. Um, now I got to get rid of it. I'm going to keep tapping positions in the deck till you say stop. Stop. Okay. Is is that position okay? Yeah, go up two. Go up two. Yeah, I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't trust me either. Let's go up two. One, two. Uh, ooh, uh, I think that was two up. Is that okay? Yep, perfect. Okay, cool. So here we go. It is now lost in the deck, and let's let's make sure it's lost. And I'm going to keep the cards face down. I'm even going to look away. I'm going to keep shuffling until you say stop. That. Excellent. All right. So you know what it is. I don't, and you don't even know where it is. Even, even if it's flashed by, I don't have any clue what the card is or where it is. So here come the tells. Now you've got some glasses on, which is interesting. A lot of poker players wear glasses. In fact, they, they uh, commit, they wear sunglasses so that you can't see the tells in, in case they accidentally show something subconsciously through like their, even their pupils. So here we go. I'm going to see if I can detect your tells. I'm gonna say something out loud. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a question and you can either tell me the truth or lie. Here we go. Nick, was your card a red card, yes or no? And you can tell me the truth or lie, go. No. I didn't see anything there. So I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that was not a tell. I'm gonna say that you were telling the truth. Uh, It was not red, therefore it was black. This time you can tell me the truth. We're not playing tells anymore. I believe your card is black, is that correct? Yes. Okay, cool. So, sometimes the absence of tells is a tell. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes. So so check this out, as a magician, it's my job, and maybe I can get the light a little sharper, it's my job to at least be aware of the tells and to interpret them. So, I'm gonna make this even tougher on myself. Check this out. Uh, can you, you can see the blindfold, yes? Yep. And you can say that it's. it, it is, Uh, Truly, And if you were here, I would actually rest this against your eyes or your eyeglasses. It is an opaque piece of cloth, yeah? Yep. Okay, cool. So um, I will see if I can make this a little more interesting. I'm going to see, not literally because I can't see now, I'm going to see if I can pick up on your tells, not visually, but audibly. And because my life isn't stressful enough, I'm going to try all of this. While blindfolded, while juggling three objects. Nick, are you ready? Yes. Okay, and Nick, I actually can't see them, but are, um, are, are the balls glowing? Yes. Cool. That, that's fun to say to another man that you just met online. Uh, I'm trying to keep this PG-13, Nick. I'm doing my <laughs> best, sir, but some of this stuff just writes itself. Okay, yeah. I, believe I, I believe I've activated all three juggling glow balls. Is that correct? Yes. All right, here we go. I'm going to need a little bit of space for where. Okay. Okay. It's black. Here we go. Nick, is your card a club? Say yes or no. And you can lie or tell the truth. Go. No. That sounded a little too emphatic. Oh wait. Yeah. That sounded a little emphatic. I'm going to say that's a tell. I believe your card was a club. We're not playing tell right now. This time you can be honest. Your card was a club. Is that correct? Yes okay here we go back to the tells was your card a number card yes or no and you can lie or tell the truth go no Ooh, that time you actually thought about the tell so i'm gonna say that was the truth i believe your card was a letter card this time you can be honest was your card a letter card yes okay now oh when i say oh little help little wait wait you're not in my room what am i talking about you can't help me All right, Mm -hmm. that that got awkward. Okay, and we're back. Okay, so here we go. Nick, when I say go, you're going to start reciting the letters like Jack, Queen, King, Ace, Jack, Mm -hmm. Queen. Does that make sense? Yep. Go. Jack, Queen, King, Ace. Jack, Queen, King, Ace. Jack, Queen, King, Ace. All right, stop. Do it one more time, but a little slower. Go. Jack, Queen, King, Ace. Excellent. Um. You were emphatic on the ace. I'm gonna eliminate the ace. Be honest, your card is a Jack, Queen, or King. Uh, And be honest, is that correct? Is it one of those three? Okay, now say Jack, Queen, King in a row and repeat, go. Jack, Queen, King, Jack, Queen, King. A little slower? Jack, Queen, King, Ah, oh, oh, um, I heard something on Jack. I'm eliminating Jack, be honest. Was your card either a Queen or a King? Yes. Okay, say queen or king, go. Queen, king, queen, king, queen, king. You're queen. hitting the king. I, I apologize for interrupting you. You're hitting the king a little harder. It feels like you're hiding um, the truth on that. I believe your, your card was the queen of clubs. Be honest, am I right? Yes, you are. Oh, we, oh, it worked. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this has never worked before. Nick, you were great. Give yourself some applause. Give yourself – yeah. No, no, more, more. You deserve it. You deserve, no, no, louder, 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 Nick. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks. Okay. <laughs> well done, man. That was – oh, look, at. I, I've now got blindfold hair. That only <laughs> happens to magicians. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you've got head, head. I've got blindfold hair. Uh, Nick, th- that was not easy, but I'm glad we made it. And, uh, so it was the, the queen of clubs. Yes, it was. That's awesome, man. I'm glad that worked. Uh, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, that's something I've been trying, th- something brand new that I've been doing on zoom called, uh, um, uh, glow and tell. And I, oh, and I, I got, uh, you know what? I'm on a Commodore 64, so I couldn't quite see those emojis. Chris Heron and his spouse was either applauding or giving me tacos. Uh, either way, I take it. either'll I'll take it either way, yes. because he, he's the man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, dude, dude, thank you. so I hope you enjoyed that, and uh, that 100%. was not easy, but I'm glad it worked. One hundred percent. and thank you so much
0: for everything today. It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure on Buddycast. You are an official buddy on Buddycast. <laughs> you call him. And thank you so much. That was an amazing
1: trick, and you
0: did an amazing job today. Okay. Dude,
1: it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Yes. And, and uh, yeah, so how often do you do this? How can your fans continue to watch?
0: Oh, it, it's on and off. It's on, okay. like, I, um, it depends. I work around everyone's schedule. I work around what days work best. I give it my own schedule <laughs> like I gave you, you know. On certain days, I have certain time frames or everything. But with everything else, I just say, I say, here are the options. What day would work best for you? And they say, like, oh, I'm a Thursday guy. Okay, Thursdays, Thursdays. Here's my schedule on Thursdays. Cool. Uh, here's the Thursdays I have available. Bada bing, bada, bada boom. Can this day, this time? This day, this time, you know? Love or it. if something were to happen, like, hey, I can't do something like, you know, Mondays and through Wednesdays, I do noon Eastern. A lot of people like you who are on the East or on the West Coast, you know, noon Eastern is like 9 a.m. your time. So are you going to get for an uh, interview at 9 a.m., you know, and yeah. all that? So. Sometimes I'll say, okay, can you do Thursday at this time or Friday? Cause those are my days off of work, you sure. know, I have a job. So got to have a real job to pay the bills, you know? That's
1: oh it. yeah, <clears throat> dude. I, 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 feel your pain, man. Uh, thank you yeah. for doing this in, in your yes. free time. Uh, no, I know your pleasure. fans appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's I, been a pleasure. This
0: is my pleasure. I enjoy it just as much because it gets me, it gives me something to look forward to. It gives me yeah. something to do and it allows me to meet new people like you. Like, let's be honest. How what are the chances you and me would have met had it not been for these virtual shows, you know? you that's in, a good point. You're on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast. Unless something happens, like you get a gig over here, or I go visit a buddy over here and they say, Hey, let's go. I mean, there's a good magician in town. Let's go see this yeah. guy you know? The odds yeah. of us together are the same odds of pick a card, you know?
1: This is true. Uh yeah, without without this format. Uh, the only thing I can think of is like uh, Chris saying to me, hey, hey, Micah, I got this weird gig where I got to, you know, push people out of my friend's wedding and uh, <laughs> I need some I need some backup. Do you mind joining me? Like, oh, OK. And then that's how I would meet you. It, we, yeah. Without the quarantine, that's how it would have to happen. And without this so, show, man, Chris wouldn't have, would have never met, you know? Right. Yeah, man.
0: I would yeah. have known I would have been the only way, I, like you said, I would have met Chris. Bodyguards for weddings. Oh, this guy's a magician. He can make people disappear.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Is this your card? Bam! Or whatever. I don't know how Chris does his job, but uh, I'm sure he's very good at it. Uh,
0: I I trust Chris. (laughs) I trust him a million times. And uh, he's really, like I said, he's a great magician, a great performer. And he's really just someone I know we probably have given him about. A uh, whole like hour of free advertisement right here, free endorsement, you know. Like, Woo! Superman, yeah, I'm Superman in exactly. his t shirt. Yes. He every ounce of it, so
1: yeah, man, it's he does, he does. he's wonderful. Yeah.
0: But thank you, Micah, for being here. It's, on, Bundy it's a back. pleasure, man. Yes, it's a
1: pleasure. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. One yeah. favor, One favor go be someone's buddy. Done done and it's a it's a pleasure to be yours man uh thank yes. you so much this has been uh, a real treat a, a thrill yes. thank you for all my
0: buddies out there this is my new buddy micah thank you again and we will catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite podcast buddy cast
1: when the days are going fast buddy buddy with Got to make
0: them laugh, buddy. Buddy, before they've all gone past, buddy. Buddy, tune in to feel none make, yeah, Buddy Cast.
1: don't be to make everybody here on Buddy Cast.